Hello, Joy Sounds listeners. It's Chris. Did you know that pop songs are up from 23% to 49% when comparing the first half of 2019 to 2018 of the Hot 100 Top 10? And that hip-hop songs are down from 60% to 34% in the same period of time. Songs written in a minor key are down from 72% to 57%, and the average tempo is up from 83 BPM to 93 BPM. And 57% of number one hits are under three minutes long. Well, I know all of this because I subscribe to Hit Songs Deconstructed. Hit Songs Deconstructed is a powerful resource that analyzes the compositional and production trends of the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10. Their interactive database goes into incredible depth, so you can find out how these songs work and who's behind them. Hit Songs Deconstructed is an ideal resource for music industry professionals, educators, and students looking to break into the profession. As an exclusive to Joy Sounds listeners, my friends at Hit Songs Deconstructed are offering a complimentary one-month subscription. All you have to do is sign up by going to hitsongsdeconstructed.com slash joysounds. That's hitsongsdeconstructed.com slash joysounds. I know you'll be impressed by all that Hit Songs Deconstructed has to offer. So once again, go to hitsongsdeconstructed.com slash joysounds and get your complimentary one-month subscription exclusively for Joy Sounds listeners. Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Hello, it's nice to have you for another episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. On today's episode, we feature the dark pop band, Rain. That's spelled R-A-I-N-N-E. Rain is comprised of singer-songwriter Annie Dingwall and saxophonist Justin Klunk. Since we recorded this episode, a lot has happened for Rain. They recently won a national competition for the opportunity to open for Taylor Swift, Lizzo, the Jonas Brothers, and Billie Eilish, among others, at the Hollywood Bowl. So congratulations to Rain for getting that incredible opportunity. They also released a new single called Sin, which is now available on all streaming platforms. You can catch Rain perform live November 9th at Madame Siam in Los Angeles. On today's episode, Rain performs three songs live from the Joy Sound Studio. They perform Psycho Killer, Petty, and Hollow. So to open today's show, here's Rain performing Psycho Killer on Joy Sounds. Maybe I'm a psychopath. Flesh and bones in a body bag Unholy faith in my zodiac And baby, you want it bad Bloody lips, but they speak the truth Hungry heart, and I'm coming for you Terrified, I won't cut you loose If I get a hold of you Oh, 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 I'm a systematic cause of panic out to what? Pretty sick. 
And that was Rain performing Psycho Killer live on Joy Sounds. And we welcome Annie Dingwall and Justin Clunk, otherwise known as Rain, to the studio. Welcome. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. We're excited so to be out here. great to have you guys. That song really captures an attitude, right? I mean, it just, it, <laughs> it really is. It's eerie, it's creepy, it's got those chromaticism and everything. Uh, give me some backstory on that song. First and foremost, it is non-autobiographical. This is very reassuring. <laughs> yeah, very reassuring. Very reassuring sitting here with us. Uh, we are not psycho killers. But, you know, this song came out of writing camp that I was a part of. And um, our production team that we've been working with, this is actually the first time I met them and the first song we ever did. Mm-hmm. We kind of, we were, we'd been at this camp for a few days and met in the kitchen and they shoved us in a room together and Patrick... Put, pulled up this uh, patch, this like really dirty synth bass. It was literally the first sound that came out of his computer. And I was like, yes, That's let's, it. let's, let's go, go with that. <laughs> and um, I mean, the, the song and everything came out very quickly. Uh, I was very nervous about telling them the lyrics that had come to my head. <laughs> right. Um, they had just met these people. And, you know, it's like, oh, do, do I go for it and risk them thinking I'm a huge weirdo or and never want to work with me ever again? Or do I just like go for it? And I was like, whatever, we've had a couple beers, like we can just go for it. Right. <laughs> and uh, so that's how the song kind of fell out. And both of them just like latched on to it because I guess we're all a bunch of weirdos. And Justin and I showed it to him and he was like, holy moly. Yeah. Well, at the time <laughs> we were, we had only put out one single at the time and we were trying to figure out like what, what was the next step? What was the next phase of our sound? Okay. And then Annie showed me Psycho Killer, and we were just like sitting there, and we we're just like, we can do something with this. Yeah. So let's it makes let's jump on yes. this right now. So yeah. we went back into the studio with Petey and Patrick, like flushed out the arrangement, just at just made it more bombastic and epic and very like Sia Evanescence esque, yes. and, and added saxophones galore. People <laughs> people are like. Where's the saxophone? I don't hear it. I'm like, it's literally going the entire song because it's a Barry sax, which mm-hmm. Justin doesn't ever really bring out live when we play <laughs> yeah. just because it's huge and he already brings enough stuff. Um, but it's layered in there with a synth bass that, that gives it that cool tone. I really enjoy taking the saxophone and like not using it in traditional ways. So everybody, yeah. I, the constant question I get asked is, is that same question is, where's your saxophone in all these recordings? And we're like, I want to use it as textures, not as a lead instrument. Like we already have a lead vocalist. There's no reason for me to step on that. And if like, if a song calls for a guitar solo, I'm not going to thrust a saxophone solo in it if it doesn't need it. Like, let's just use it to like enhance the song and just make this into some something more epic. If I recall correctly, there's also a video that goes along with this. Yeah. Is that correct? And that's, the video itself is pretty provocative. Yes. Um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm just wondering, I, that's got to be a lot of fun to sort of play that character and play that role and get, did that take you out of your comfort zone? I mean, yeah, it's really fun to play, like, to play that character. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I read a lot of psychological thrillers and I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. So like, I had a lot to draw from and, and it's fun to like assume that character for three minutes and then you can go back to being normal or normal-ish. As right, normal right. As whatever yeah. normal means. You know, okay. um, yeah. you know I, I don't choose to live my real life in that world, but something that Justin and I always try to do is just like give each song its own life and its own, you know, place to shine. And we, we kind of stray away from songs that are more straight ahead mm-hmm. and, um, 
you know, the the content of the lyric is always kind of a little bit off and we just always try to go for that. So but it stands out. It stands we out because of that, killer. right? Yeah. yeah. This combination that you two brought together to create Rain, I think is pretty interesting. I don't see a whole lot of core bands made up of a singer-songwriter and a saxophonist. Yeah, I mean, that's something when we tell people that we're singer-songwriter-saxophone duo, they have no idea. That's a raised what, eyebrow what right to there. Expect. Yeah. You know, it's like, they, I think most people think like, okay, like kind of hotel music, like right, it's be right. Nora Jonesy and it's just really not, um, <laughs> which is n- nothing against Nora Jones. I absolutely Correct. love her yeah, music. Got it. But, yeah. mm-hmm. but, you know, it's always nice. Like it's, it has a satisfying feeling like when people are just so shocked by yeah. what it is, but, yeah. but they like it. So, so it's something that's worked for us, but you know, we met, you know, before we started college, we ended up going to your your beautiful program, pop music program. But we met actually um, the summer before at Grammy camp. And while we didn't really work together very much there, we really sparked a friendship that really grew as we were in college. And I just had this thing where I was like, saxophone is so cool. And I don't know how to make it work, but yeah. can you just play these weird gigs that I, you know, I, pl- I booked a show. <laughs> yeah. Within being like being in LA for like three weeks, and I booked a show at Genghis Cohen, and I was like, "Hey, want to learn my songs and play them with me?" And we'll just but the figure fun it out. part. The fun part was, you know, as as we progressed through college, like we we performed in more traditional versions of the band, like where the mm-hmm. saxophone had its role, and um, and as we progressed and, and we kept changing settings, we went from acoustic gigs to Republic of Pi to showcases at the at the um troubadour for our senior showcase like annie was always able to pull me out of my comfort zone and and figure something out like because because like we just talked about like if there's no room to put the saxophone in in a traditional sense like and i want to be in the song somehow i have to figure out how i gotta figure out what to do i can't just sit there and just hold my saxophone for a half an hour like i gotta Well, that was like the fun of introducing the SPD pad and the harmonizer and, you know, both of us play, I mean, Justin plays way more than me, but like both of us play more than just one instrument. And so it's fun to take all those different talents. Like he plays bass on one of our songs yeah, and he, you know, so it's fun that like, we're definitely a 50, 50 partnership. We are a duo. We don't, you know, it's not one over the other and we definitely have our moments to shine and where things happen, mm-hmm. but utilizing the sax in a way that's non-traditional yes. is something that is very key to what we do. And it actually wasn't intentional. It was like Annie and I, we we started doing those acoustic shows and then um, we were doing separate endeavors uh, for a while and Annie just hit me up while I was on the road and she was like, Justin, we need to turn this into a band. Like, are you down? I was mm. like, 100% yes. So when we got <laughs> back and we sat there and we we're like, how do we, what now? So then we just started spitballing ideas and then I think we just, we added one drum element and then that led to another and that led to the keyboards or, you know, Annie switching back to piano. And then now it's led up to uh, this epic harmonizer that you're going to hear later on. And yeah. it's, it's just snowballed into this thing. And now, now being different is all we can think of. <laughs> we keep That's getting awesome. new toys to play with, which... <laughs> It's fun and also a drag because you have to then bring all of those toys to everything. But, uh, you know, we always try to keep it interesting. We don't want, you know, each song to sound the same. We want them all to sound different and have a very distinct 
element. They want we want them all to go together, you know, be right. cohesive, but right. also not make it feel like you're listening to one like 40 minute song when you right. watch our set. It's almost modular in its approach. You guys can do it as a duo act or you can do it in a full band setting. Right. It just sort of depends on the environment that you're in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have several iterations of what we do because we we play a lot of um, very stripped down all acoustic shows with so far sounds. Mm-hmm. And so there's no microphones. There's nothing. So we do it just the two of us and, and our arrangements change each time. You know, if we have a PA, then we bring more toys and, and the arrangement of the song changes. Yeah, sure. Um, so, which is cool. And I think people can see us in a lot of different lights because. Our acoustic show is very different than the records, but we do our best to draw elements from those records and, you know, come up with something that's really interesting to watch live that still makes sense with our record. Like, there's no acoustic guitar on on Psycho Killer. Right. There really um, aren't even chords, so <laughs> you know, we had to come up with that. It's a tough balancing act for a lot of bands, though. It's like a lot of bands, musically, music can sound amazing on record, but trying to perform that same song live can be a challenge. And right. it's the balance of like, how, how much do you draw from the record and how much do you just do your own thing? And how, how much are you willing to change with the song and, and hope that the audience is still able to like understand the, the, the intent that you had with, with the song and the recording right. Yeah, with Petty, we had fun with it. And there was, there's like this, this lightness to the song lyrically that we like to play around with, but, you know, when we play with the full band, it becomes this R&B jam and then uh, almost like a with a, its own rap breakdown in the bridge. But when we play it acoustic and we do this at like our so far events, it almost becomes like a semi humorous song for the audience. And it's so much fun to see like how different audiences will perceive the songs. All right. Well, Petty is one of my favorite rain <laughs> songs. So I'm going to ask you guys to play that next. So on the spectrum of live band to acoustic, what version are you going to give us this time? We're going to give you um, Acoustic Plus. Acoustic Plus. <laughs> that's, that's solid. Acoustic with a bullet. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll have you play it, and then we'll talk about it a little bit more afterwards. Okay. Great. So this is Rain performing Petty on Joy Sounds. Taking hours to text you back Just cause I can I ain't really that busy But maybe I Ain't no point in telling me you moved on Cause I know I'll always be your best See I got my head up fuckers on Yeah, I'm the shadiest Cause damn, it feels good Messing around just to get back at you And I know I should Let it all go but I don't want to Cause it's too much fun at your expense I'm gonna soak it up while I can Cause damn, feels good Being a petty bitch So petty, petty, So petty, petty, yeah. I'll give you more than you can take. I put on a shot. You told me that your love was fake. Well, so were my. Oh, 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 oh. I can fake it too. 
And that was Rain performing Petty, Annie Dingwall, and Justin Clunk. Wow, do you think you could fit more attitude into that song? <laughs> you know, I never uh, halfway go for it. When I write a lyric, I really want it to hit the point. And I if that means that. I need to hit below the belt, that's okay. <laughs> I love that. No, you and I have had those conversations about songwriting before. Mm-hmm. About not going halfway. Yeah. Petty is a, it's a really fun song. I wrote it with one of my best friends. And um, that day we walked in the studio, I was just feeling so salty about, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever happened that day. And, and it was funny. We weren't writing this song for anything. It was just to get this emotion out. And as we've learned, you know, people really resonate with that feeling because, oh, yeah. you know, I think everybody's got a little bit of pettiness in them and, but and what I like, sometimes it's nice to celebrate it. Yeah, well, but what I like about it is you're saying the thing that uh, other people don't want to say. Yeah. They don't want to say that they're petty. They don't want to say that they enjoy being petty once in a while. That's something we keep to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we are here to let your petty flag fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You alluded to it earlier in our conversation, but you spent some time on the road doing this series of So Far Sounds events. And um, my guess is, is that Life on the Road also sort of galvanized you as a band. We've been best friends for ages. And, you know, it, it takes a lot for anything to kind of ruffle our feathers. But sure. but I did realize that I I personally am a horrible passenger in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized that uh, I'm an Eskimo. So Oh, because uh, we got temperature differences. We have temperature differences in the car. Yeah, I run really I'm cold all the time. When I drive my own car, I usually have the air conditioning off and the heated seat on, even in the summer, which is really crazy. So maybe I, I want to hear more about this bad passenger. So <laughs> because that's that's a that's She's a pressure point. Exaggerating. So I mean, Justin, did you ever have to pull over and just go? That's it. I'm you drive. I'm done. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wait till we park the car. Then, oh, then. <laughs> I was oh my goodness we were in we were in Chicago and then we were heading for a meeting and um it was just one of those days we were running behind so our stress levels were just already kind of little tense so we got there and we, we were bickering about something dumb but like afterwards like 
it takes me a few moments to like let go of frustration. Mm-hmm. And Annie, like, you know, she she recovers very quickly. Like once once it's out of her system, it's out. For me, it's like I, I it's my my uh, bad side is it stews a little bit. So we went to grab lunch and he's like, All right, Justin, you're in a salty mood right now. What's up? <laughs> so we you know, we had a we had to have one of those band discussions of Absolutely. just like, all right, let me get it out of my system. But I claimed full responsibility because I don't know what it is in a car. Maybe it's because I get really car sick or a whole combination of things. <laughs> it's like, I'm not the best passenger. And most people that, that drive me around know that about me. And <laughs> I end and up now, driving most of the time. And now the Joy Sounds listeners know you so, are a bad passenger. I know, I'm horrible. But, I've, but I, you know, it was valuable for me to learn that, like, I'm not a bad passenger all the time. It's just if I've had to be a passenger for a really long time. Got it. I don't know. It's a weird thing to admit to a bunch of strangers. It's, also, <laughs> right, right. it's balancing out, like just understanding each other on the road. Because, like for me, I'm, I usually will just say, "Yeah, I'll drive." That's that's never an issue. But you know, Annie, she needs to drive sometimes. So sure. I gotta also just be like, "Okay, cool. Take control of the wheel. Like, learn to to, to trust my bandmate's opinion on on." That's what I was getting at. It's it's amazing what just the simple act of getting from one place to another, being in that confined space for so long, contributes to the dynamic of a band. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, it's interesting because you do learn a ton about, you know, each other when you're spending literally, we were together 24 hours a day. Like, Right. You can't help it. You know, you're with each other and, and sometimes, you know, you just end up sitting in silence, which is totally fine. And, and sometimes you're having like, the weirdest, goofiest conversations because right. we're we're a couple of goofballs. <laughs> I know our music makes us sound like we're really aggressive, but we actually are, you know, tell jokes that have really bad jokes that we we think are funny to Ooh. each other. And I don't know, my style has always been to kind of be upfront about things. So I'm just like, hey, like this is bothering me. And he'll yeah. be like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Yeah. And, and he'll on. do the yeah. same with me. And it, we just like are like, okay, thanks for making us aware of it, what can we do to fix it, and move on. We actually just had a conversation about it the other night. We were just like, you know, like in our friendship and, and um, relationship as a band, like we've never ever had a yelling contest at each other, which is always nice to have because it's like I've been in situations where bands will get there. Of course. And uh, it's, you know, uh, I, everybody treats it differently, but for us it's just it's never been about that. It's always about like trying to like, navigate each other's space and sure. we do that musically sure. too when we're in rehearsal it's like you know we'll we will politely nudge each other to to go places or to push ourselves yeah. in, in ways that we haven't and the nice thing is is like you know we want the same thing and we're going for the same goal and we're equally invested in it and and we want what's best for it and we want it to work and and you know i think that like because we have all that in common, we don't really disagree on that many things. And when we do, we're able to like really rationally discuss it and be like, okay, well, like, why do you think that's a better choice? Like, can you help me understand? And I think that's something I've, I've personally always tried to do is like seek first to understand and then be understood, which is, you know, a saying from one of those books that they make you read in elementary school, but <laughs> you know, it, it actually really works. And and if you just, you know, figure out why someone is thinking the way they are thinking, it helps you interpret it better. 
and understand yeah. it. So, and I also know that you have very active lives outside of Rain because originally I was more of a freelance musician before um, we we formed sure. Rain, and which is the life of a saxophone player mostly. Yeah, a lot of times. A, a lot of times you're you're kind of uh, you're working for another artist or for another band, and uh, the the mind shift is a little different from having really zero control or zero say in the matter. Like you have a you have chunks on what you do right but you never really have a discussion on like what overall unless if like you're the music director right um but when we come back here what at least i'm able to bring back is just some of the show production stuff some of the things that i see other musicians doing or how tours operate like now when we do our tours it's um i've seen so many i've seen so many tour managers create day sheets now i've become the tm for for our duo, whenever we do um, like fly dates or anything like that, so like I'm I'm helping set all that stuff up. Saxophone just... player, keyboard player, yeah, electronic drum player, and tour manager. <laughs> hey, you know you got to wear a lot of hats. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, especially when we're trying to do this independent. It's like and and you know we're both at the point where we're we're splitting tasks. Like Annie will take over a lot of social media for chunks at a time. I'll deal with like the band and the arrangement kind of things Mm -hmm. and when we're on the road like annie will deal with like outreach to like from our pr company and then i'll deal with kind of like just the logistics on how to get from point a to point b and how to get back home yeah yeah we definitely try to like use each other's strengths there there Mm -hmm. are spots where both of us fall very short (laughs) and you know we try to supplement that by hiring somebody else that can help us or or you know whatever it ends up being um we're pretty good at 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 looking at ourselves uh, hopefully very objectively and like just being like, okay, well we're kind of falling down in this spot. Like maybe we can boost it here in this way and think outside the box. And, and when we can't, we ask for help and, and you know, it, it's just kind of what we do. And from a songwriting perspective, I mean, I think like Justin and I both, uh, you know, I write songs with people all the time and mm-hmm. new people and, 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 you know, songwriters have big personalities and some don't. And that's even harder. I think what we've learned is like, there are so many different people that you have to work with and you have to figure out how to work with them. And I think that like is an attractive quality that we are able to exhibit. Like whenever we show up, we're not like, oh my God, this isn't right. And blah, blah, blah. We're just like, okay, just adapt. And like, this is how it's going to go and go with the flow, which I think makes us a not very stressful band to work with, which is why people continue that's to very, book us. That's very refreshing. Yeah. 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 And and going back to the to the other gigs and stuff too, it, it is a nice break. You know, we we focus a majority of our energy as a band. But you know, after a tour run, it's like, okay, we need a couple days off. And like being able to like Annie to go into other writing sessions and just vent off whatever emotions she needs to and put yeah. it into song form. And for me to like now, you know, I'm doing a lot of jazz gigs with um David Benoit and like it's just it's just such a departure from pop and from alt pop and right and that and it helps me just like get out of that space for a moment and then come back and being like oh yeah like we could take stuff from all these other genres and bring it back and like what how can I how can I apply that to the drum looper or how can I apply that to the pedal board or very cool yeah we're just taking everything we learned and trying to channel it into our band and you know from what to do and what not to do on tour to what to do and what not to do in actual songwriting process. Like it, mm-hmm. it's, you know, or pictures or, you know, you know, branding and th- all these different elements. I mean, you're required to wear so many different hats these days, especially right. as a new band. And 
and excel at them. And, um, you know, everybody's going to fall, fall short a little bit somewhere. And, and, uh, it's learning to adapt and learning from other people that you work with. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that's kind of what it's all about. Yeah. Great. So what does rain aspire to? What's next for you guys? We would love to like go on a bigger tour. Um, we'd okay. love to be like an opening act for, you know, a substantial artist. Um, and go on tour and tour with them. That's kind of like the next step that we're going for. So great. we're working on a couple new singles at the moment. Um, we're not exactly sure when those will, will be released, uh, but <laughs> but they will be coming. And we've also been toying with the idea of actually doing an acoustic live EP. Uh, because so many people that see us, we play way more acoustic shows than we play live. And people love the, or play live, play full, <laughs> full band. band yeah. Right, um, right. And... So, you know, people love the acoustic arrangements and they're, they've been asking us for it. And so we're like, okay, well, maybe we should record a few of these, like just, you know, get in a live room kind of like this and just record them live and, yeah. and put them out as a record. Well, this has been an amazing afternoon. I have just loved catching up with you guys. And I think you guys have a really special sound going on. I'm uh, really impressed with everything. Thanks so much. Thanks, yeah. Guys. And, but before I let you go, you're going to close the show with another song if that's okay yeah and i'm gonna ask if you guys would play hollow mm-hmm. and this song i think is a real departure for you this is this is um it has the continuity it's got the rain sound yeah but it's very different in terms of its mood and color and so uh, what what's the what's the backstory on this song yeah hollow is an interesting one because it's a song that we kind of threw every production idea into mm-hmm. um so there's it kind of bounces genres it's uh it's you know i I call it my most music school uh song that i've ever written because everything that you learn is in this song it is i have part writing in there i have you know line cliches i have (laughs) you know it's not just in one key like you know i got to utilize a lot of like you know the stuff we learned in school in the production um and it's a really moody and it's a sad song and you know, we haven't really put out a sad song. I used to only write sad songs. And mm-hmm. so it's actually not a departure for me because that seems to be all I wrote. But, right, right. But, um, but it's really fun to like have this song. It's so dramatic and it's such a journey. And, um, you know, that's kind of what we do is like our show is very full of dynamics and, yeah. and our personalities are very full of dynamics. And, and that's just kind of what we want is to just, Take people on a journey with us. Where's the best place for Joy Sounds listeners to follow you? I assume you've got Instagram presence and all of that, right? Yeah, our Instagram handle is at we rain, and that's W E R A I N N E. Um, we had to spell it a little weird to compete with, you know, the weather, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's uh, at we rain. Well, thank you, Justin Clunk, Annie Dingwall. Rain, this has just been a, a, a great afternoon, and thank you very much. And we're going to have... Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. It's my pleasure. My fun. pleasure. And we're going to have you close out the show with Hollow on Joy Sounds. I guess it's a slow recovery Regrowing a heart that never meant to leave Maybe alone Always just be a little bit of 
Cause you're good, you're good and it's hollow in here Love you ricochets like a boomerang and it's hollow in here This cavity craves to be filled Subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Music you need to know.